Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Tuesday morning. We are glad. Yes, it it is. Are we sure? (laughs) I'm positive. Here's how I can t- I sort of keep track of things. I don't do the show on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so if I go two days, if I'm two days since I did the show. The big show, you mean. The big show. Yeah. It's Monday. Yeah. If it's been one day since I didn't do a show, it's Tuesday. <laughs> if I've done two shows in a row, it's Wednesday. <laughs> if I've done three shows in a row, it's fr- Thursday. If I don't do the show tomorrow, it's Friday. <laughs> That's how we're keeping up. Man. You got to do what you got to do. Well, thank you guys for tuning in at uh, supertalk.fm or wherever it is you're getting podcasts from. We certainly appreciate everybody tuning in, especially our servicemen and women out there, and of course our medical people out there really taking care of us, really working the front lines here. The the military working the front lines across the world, and of course the medical professionals working them here in America. And shout out to retail workers, pharmacy workers. Everybody that's still working to keep I've, this country I've, going. I've, I've been really making an effort, and I always—I'm not like I'm a jerk to retail workers or anything. Yeah, because I've been one, you know. But I have really been making a point to be like, "Hey, thank you, everyone. Yeah. Like, have a nice day. Try to have a smile on my face." Yeah, we did a, a Walmart pickup last week, and yeah, hopefully we can do one again yeah. here in the next few days. But um, the you got to plan those out now. <laughs> you can't just do it on the spur of the moment. <laughs> the guy that brought our stuff out. Uh, I, I made sure that he knew. I said, "You might, you might think this is just you going to work, bud, but yeah, you're doing. A, you doing people a are, are helping keep everything somewhat yeah. in, in action as, here. As so, so thank you. Be. Um, and so all of you work at an auto parts store, whatever you're doing, if you're still doing something, uh, keeping this great country of ours kicking, we appreciate it. Yeah. We, we hope we're keeping you kicking here on Thunder and Light." Want to keep our sponsors kicking? Don't forget to go by Strange Brew Coffee House uh, here in Starville. Two locations to serve you. They can get you a drive-through window over on University. I'm sorry, on Highway 12 or on University Drive. They have the walk-up window, and on top of all the incredible uh, drinks and everything else they have, they are they've got a little more full service uh, thing working now. I'm trying to find they have like a full menu now. Milk, bread, yeah, roll like, of toilet they, paper. They've got some stuff going on there. This is not here on the on the Twitter page. There, here it is. Yeah, you can things you can buy there peanut butter flour yeast hamburger buns they got four or five different kinds of loaves of bread you can get a gallon of milk eggs and you can even get toilet paper three roll limit though don't be you know, there's no hoarding at strange brew no. no so but you i tell you what though if you try to order 15 albino squirrels i'll sell those to you be yeah. happy i'm usually a one at a time kind of guy i do get a large though but sometimes you sometimes you really need a boost there have been lots of days where i needed to or yeah. three yeah. or four so lately. go by and check those guys out keep keep buying local keep going local and don't forget also if you're down there in the jackson area it's about a local business down there our favorites college corner shop online with them right now at collegecornerstore.com and get the get it shipped right to your door no contact social distance shopping there is no off season or canceled season for 
sporting, repping your colors, you know? Yeah, that's 100% accurate. You know, when you're sitting around the house because you didn't go out, but you still want to have a good-looking MSU shirt on, well, the way to make that happen is to shop at collegecornerstore.com. Check out their brand-new website. Check out their incredible selection of MSU merchandise. And you know what? This day and age, you know, if it comes down to it, you got to wear one of those other shirts, you know, because – you know, the MSU shirt stuff's gonna it's gonna it's gonna run out because it's so popular. And you're like, oh, you know, if we go into an apocalyptic world and you just gotta wear what you gotta wear, they got other stuff. I'm just saying, if it's a Mad Max out there, nobody cares what <laughs> nobody cares what college football team you're repping at that point. <laughs> just, just just a thought. Not that I think that's gonna happen or anything. Not that I, you know, have been customizing a four wheeler or anything with a with a rail gun on it or anything like that. <laughs> So, <laughs> never know where we're gonna go, <laughs> especially nowadays. Ah. So again, collegecornerstore.com. Shop online with those guys and uh, get yourself taken care of. Just touched my cheek, and I thought about it as I did it. Don't. So today we had the uh, the the press conference, the Zoom thing with Ben Hallen, and I had the camera on, and I became aware painfully of how often I touched my face. Just like I keep touching my face. Stop doing that. I can't. I can't stop. I have gotten to the point now where I realize I'm doing it when I do it. Okay. I used to never realize it. Yeah. I don't get think. But now, there's not a time that I, I don't, you know, scratch my chin or something yeah, just, that, that I don't think, uh oh. I have a beard. T- I'm at the beer, the beard may be going. Didn't it's I itchy. see where uh, you're more likely to get it? If well, you have I mean, a beard. I don't know if that's true or not, but. I think I did read that. It's now, just, there's it's, all kind of stuff that you don't know if it's like, true. Like, I'm or getting not. to the point where I'm thinking I got to cut my own hair. And I'm like, you know, I really want to shave the beard, too. Like, I, I may just take it all the way down. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to think about that. Just shave all hair from the neck up. Cue ball? Yeah. I have those two terrible bumps on my head, though. You know, nobody wants to see well, that. We're going to be quarantined at the very least through the next month, so. I'm just saying, I, I do go out occasionally, I go to the store. Nobody wants to see those on my head. I guess I can wear a hat, but still. All right. We have actual news today. We've given all this, this silliness to get to this point. This is like we this is a podcast that could happen if everything normal was going on. Yeah. Lots to talk about. Yeah, Let's, if everything normal was going on, this would probably still be the pod we'd have today. Right, so. right. Obviously the first topic would be a little different because I don't know if it would be the case, but regardless. The NCAA this is breaking news. This is huge news in my opinion. The NCAA did something right. They did something that helped athletes. I can't believe it. But the NCAA has ruled, and I know it's not technically the NCAA. Richard Cross tried to get me on that. It's the NCAA. Yeah, it's the NCAA Division It doesn't matter. Council. What's the first thing you said? Yeah, the okay. NCAA. Yeah. I, I was going to punch you if you'd said the. I was going to come across the table at that point. But you, you got the point. But yeah, the NCAA rules that uh, all spring semester athletes, spring sport athletes, will receive a blanket extra year of eligibility. Seniors, freshmen, it does not matter. Now, let's not delve too far down the road of there's a lot more we have to figure out in terms of roster size, scholarship limitations. I know I know all that has to be figured out. They will figure that out. They made the right decision, though. They did. That's This is what they needed to do. Um, it's not... I had a column in the Starfield Daily News that, that ran on Monday, and... As I said in that column, I'm in favor completely of these guys and girls for you know spring sports all getting their year back. Completely in favor of it. But in particular with baseball, there's no denying that it does create some issues and there, there really isn't a perfect solution when it comes to coming up with something that 
is just squeaky clean. They're just hidden because, like you said, the roster management thing, that's a problem. Um, the I'm trying to remember how it was worded in the the way the the new rule has passed, but these seniors that are coming back, if they choose to come back, mm-hmm. don't have to be given their scholarship. They they can right. they can be given zero. Right. That's what and the, that, the NCAA will, said. It allowed. Uh, basically, you had the choice of from nothing to whatever they got last year. Yeah. Anything in between, you can adjust. It so to. if there is a player, for instance, and I don't I don't. No, I'm not going to name anybody because I don't want to call anybody out. But if there's a player on your team that say a, a senior that you were really hoping to get him off your roster, kind of thing, he can elect to come back, I guess. Um, but you don't have to give him any scholarship money, right? But I, I, I guess at that point too. I mean, you don't. What? How would you do that? Say you have a senior on your team and, and you're just kind of ready for him to move on. You just have to go to him and be like. You're welcome to stay, but we can't afford to pay you anything. Yeah. It's, it's you know, you're going to treat him like, uh, oh, God, what's the guy's name on Office Space where he just sticks around, but they're not paying him. Melvin, was that his name? I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> but, I mean, if you just generally don't want him on your roster, could you I not mean, just cut him like you could anybody else? That's but, a, yeah, that's the thing you got to remember is, like, guys get cut all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's not like coaches aren't familiar with having that, you know, painful conversation with guys. Yeah. So let's just take a quick look at MSU's yeah, roster. Yeah, there's always those conversations of you're you're welcome to stay, but you're not going right. to play if you do. Let's look at this 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 list. And of course, we don't know what's going to happen with the draft yet either. But I I will go out on a limb and say that none of the guys that we're about to talk about were locks to be. If if they if they had another year of eligibility, they're they're not they're not likely to be a first or you know a high draft choice. Don't you think if you can get Riley Self back for another year, you want him? Mm-hmm. Jack Egan. Yeah, I mean he did he has he had a red shirt year already? Is he was he a red shirt this year? Because he didn't play at all this year. So Well, yeah, but I mean I don't think that that, that that's counting for anything though. Let's yeah. see here. Jack Egan. We're doing that thing again. He red yeah, he red shirted his first year. Okay. At, at the community college. Okay, so this would have been his final year. So he does. Right, so he needs. To, he would, but he would come back with another year. Back. Yeah, I think you. You'd, you'd want, want him a, back. A left-hander. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carlisle Kessler. Okay, Lamone is trying to screw me up here. Yeah. Uh, Carlisle Kessler. I mean, you certainly. I, I, now he's now he's an interesting guy. His seventh year. Of college. Be, he would be a seventh year senior at that point. That's insane. But I mean, he's got good stuff. But I don't know that he's you know. A guy that if they only do ten rounds of the draft, he's not going to be getting picked. So why not stick around for a little while longer? Uh, who else we got here? I know Spencer Spencer Price. You definitely want Spencer Price back if you can have him. The way he was pitching at the end mm-hmm. of the year, you definitely want him back. And David Dunleavy. These are all valuable pieces to your bullpen. Yeah, you, I, I and now you know something about these guys. I don't think there's anybody on there that you're in a hurry to push. You're them not running the, any of those guys yeah. out the door. So. I mean, it's just gonna—it's just gonna be weird from it from a, a perspective of you're gonna add a bunch of guys to this roster now, and it gives you a much better chance to keep um, right. Tanner Allen and, and Rowdy Jordan. And I, I mean, I, I think Foscue and Westberg have a chance if it's, if it's ten rounds. They probably both get picked. They probably both get picked. But 
in the event that they don't, I mean, they can still, and even, and even if they do, they have a year of leverage again. They, so they, they can they come back their next leverage. year and, and still have their leverage. And don't tell me those guys, and I'm not, I don't want to speak for them, but don't tell me those guys don't have a little bit of mangum mentality to them of, we got a little, un- this is unfinished business. And it really is unfinished business. Yeah, and, this isn't just, we didn't, we lost in Omaha. This is, our season got taken away from us right when we felt like we were turning it around. And those guys are position players, which to me, Look, there's risk every time you run out on the field. Something could happen. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a pitcher, mm-hmm. I'll probably take my money when I get, get it. it. But if I'm a shortstop or second baseman, like those two guys, I could come back, maybe improve my draft status, and still have a, a, a some leverage. leverage. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I definitely come back. It depends on where you get drafted. Yeah. But I mean, if you're a first-round pick, go. But if you're a f- sixth-round pick... There's no denying that the odds of that core four... Or five, if you include Hatcher, mm-hmm. um, the odds of every one of them coming back improved drastically on Monday. Yeah, they really did. And then JT Ginn, I've been saying for the past few weeks, I think Ginn would probably come back as a as a I guess as a red shirt sophomore. Uh, you know, take a medical red shirt. And he's he's an interesting case, just because is he definitely going to be ready at the beginning of the season next year? I mean, that will be twelve months, but. Sometimes, even when guys are ready to Did throw, we ever confirm that it's Tommy John, though? That's true. That's true. I mean, if it's, it's not... It hasn't been said. that right. it, no, no one has officially said Tommy John. So, Just elbow surgery. I, I, here, I, here's what I believe about JT Ginn. This is my opinion. I got no facts to back it up. I think JT Ginn will be back in 2021 as MSU's closer. I think he's. I think it's the role he's better suited for. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. And then, then you know, talking about he was throwing 94, 93, 94 last year, trying to. But you're trying to save your arm for five, six. If you tell me he's got to give him an inning, we're going to see ninety seven or so. Yeah, and we're going way outside the box here now, I guess. But he originally always wanted to hit. Yeah. So if you if you're could, just a closer, you could DH. Yeah. If you yeah. wanted to or something. Exactly. So pinch hit. I mean, right now. If there's no draft, I think you're talking about MSU could be a preseason like number two or three in the country. Um, because all of a sudden you're like, well, no, we've well, seen... Well, there's definitely a draft now. That's been decided. Has that been decided? Yes. It's going to be a minimum of... It's, when, did, when was that? MLB made I missed that, that. Um, last week. Okay, I missed that then. Yeah, it could only be five rounds. Okay. And and also, anybody not drafted... Mm-hmm. Can sign a free agent deal, right? Yes, but it's capped at 20000 Right. Yeah. So... We'll see. I think you're going to see if even with that though, you're going to see some. You know what you're going to see? Some stout JUCO teams next year, because a lot of guys who are probably would have been like sixth to tenth round picks, they just want to get right back in the draft. They're going to go to JUCO for a year. So, well, a lot of you know highly talented high school guys are now going to. That's what I'm saying. They're going to go JUCO. Well, yeah, go JUCO or yeah, or, or but some or of them will come to college. Yeah, yeah. And then what? The difference is with the JUCO, you can get right back in the draft. The four year, you, you got to stick around for a couple of years. But we'll see. But this is big news for Mississippi State. I, we haven't talked to any coaches. I'm interested to hear, obviously, what Coach Lamonis has to say. His sport is the one that's really the most affected by this because of the 11.7 yeah. and, and what they do there. But if nothing else, at the end of the day, the, the best part of this is the NCAA made a decision yeah. that benefited college athletes. And what we, you know, sometimes it's like we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the fine print later. But we got to at least be in front of the fact that we had a problem and it's, it's getting fixed. And Michael Borky was all manner of upset today on Sports Talk Mississippi about this. And because not because he didn't think it was a good idea, because he 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 was thinking uh 
Well, I know that some big school is going to tell some softball player she can't have a scholarship, even though they can afford it. And it's just making me mad. I'm just like, dude, you're like when my wife wakes up and she's like, I had a dream that we were arguing, so now I'm mad at you. Like, let's actually wait till they do something bad to be mad at them. Well, at that point, that's not the NCAA's. Right, but he's saying that's he's a, not, he's that's not, he's a not, school. He's not, he's not mad. He, he, was, he didn't like the fact that the NCAA said that they could provide zero if they wanted to. But at the same time, and this is what Brian Scott Rippey said, some schools don't have the money. Mm-hmm. You can't tell them they have to do it if they don't have the money. Are you going to give them the money? Yeah. So, And if – I don't want to go too far down this road because I like to try and – keep the positive vibes going when we can but if there's not a football season that's going to impact people's pocketbooks everywhere. everywhere and then you have to pay scholarship you can't mandate people spend money right. i don't think so no you can't you can't all right let's uh, let's let's change gears let's move on over to basketball before we do that though let's thank our friends over at welcome home beef we want to remind you you can call in your order at 662-418-2021 or you can just reach out to them at facebook.com slash Welcome Home Beef, and they will bring that order right out to your car. USDA Prime beef, steaks, burgers, roasts. They got sausage there. Don't 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 sleep on the sausage. What are you looking at? Uh, it better be pictures of meat. That's all I'm saying. It's actually pictures of my kids. Well, that's not, that's not meat. I'm just saying. That's not... <laughs> We're not that far down the apocalyptic road yet, for God's so, sake. So Welcome Home Beef has pork? Huh, they have sausage. Isn't sausage typically pork? It typically is. Well, I mean, but they didn't want to call it Welcome Home Beef and Pork. <laughs> that's too much, right? I guess it's not always pork, though, because you have, like, deer sausage. There's beef. There's other... There's, there's, you can make sausage on anything. Be- chicken. Yeah. There's chicken sausage, turkey sausage. Beef sausage. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. I've had gator sausage. Delicious. Rattlesnake. You've had rattlesnake sausage? I have. It's good. You know what okay. it tastes like? Chicken. <laughs> As it all does. Yeah, exactly. No, but they got you taken care of. Plus, right now you're doing a lot of. If you're doing a lot of barbecuing, you when wanna, did you eat rattlesnake sausage? Finish the ad. Let's talk about that in a second. In Texas. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if you're doing a lot of cooking out on these weekends now, because Lord knows we got nothing else to do, they have an incredible selection of, of barbecue rubs for beef, pork, fish, chicken. You can make fish sausage. It's sausage, man. It's 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 just it's everything. That's why I like sausage. I have to say, I don't think I've ever had bad sausage. No, it's t- it's tough it's, to it's screw hard. up. Yeah, it's tough to screw up. But mainly because it's meat. Yeah. So, welcome on beef. Doesn't mess up anything. They don't, and they will not mess up your order when you call them at six six two four one eight twenty twenty one, or you place your order at facebook.com slash welcome home beef. Eat some USDA prime beef this weekend. Put that on the grill. Lord knows you got nothing else to do. And remember, when it comes to welcome home beef, Jolty. It just tastes good. You ate rattlesnake in Texas. Yeah. I've had snake twice, actually. I've had just snake, and then I've had snake sausage. I went to a thing just called... Just snake? Is it, was it fried? <laughs> yeah, was right, it just Right there? off the hoof. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, it was fried. It was snake on a stick. I went to a thing called Turkey Fest oh in St. Joseph's, Louisiana, and they had a little trailer out there with all the fried goods, and they had... They had snake on a stick. Let's name all the crap that you won't eat. Okay. Or, or you you don't like to eat. There's not a lot of meats I want. French eat. fries. You don't like to eat that. I'll eat those. It depends on where it it's just at. depends. Can we get some buffalo sauce to dip them in? Yeah. Um, what's something else that's pretty common that you don't like? Beans. There's other stuff. Watermelon. Too. Uh, Apples. Bananas. All, all the stuff you don't like, though, and, and you will eat a snake, 
It was good. Tastes like chicken. <sighs> I love alligator. I got a snake, man. <laughs> I was like, I know that road. <laughs> Adam Sandler been getting some play on the he Thunder and Lightning yeah. pod. The he, last he needs to, he needs to hook us episodes. up. We need to be in, the, in Uncut Gems 2 whenever that comes out. <laughs> uh, basketball. Going to have a, whole, a, a lot of new faces on that roster a season from now. Six guys have gone. We'll start with Reggie Perry. As we all expected, he will head uh, to uh, greener pastures in the NBA, assuming he gets picked. Uh, obviously not a, not a slam dunk, no no pun intended there. You know, I've seen him in some mock drafts in the second round. Did he have anything to get? Richard asked me this today. Did he have anything to gain by coming back for one more year? Mm, I don't think he could have had much better of a year than he had this past year, so I will say no. I, I think that you go, I mean, What could he have done next year to make him a higher draft? I mean, he's the SEC Shot co-player 35% of the year. Percent from three. Yeah. Like, shoot, shoot one of three or two of six three-pointers every game. Just I mean, enough to show that you can do it consistently. That's about it, though. Yeah, maybe be a little better defensively. That's about it, though. I mean, I, I think as a collegian, he had reached his, he, don't, he'd don't reached you, his peak as a collegian. He was, he was, I felt like he had a, another level to gain. But I don't think he can get in at Mississippi State. Yeah, Does that make sense? That's fair. And the other thing I thought was this, and I'm not not to say that Reggie Perry was a locker room cancer, and I'm not definitely not saying that. But I think he came to college with a plan to be gone in one or two years, and if he had had to stick around for a third year, that might have affected his mental state. He might have been like a little down on himself, and now you never know how that's going to play out. I think he could be a good pro. I think he can be a guy who adds, who fills a specific role of getting points down low rebounding, playing some defense, physicality, be a little bit of an enforcer, good passer out of the post. He's got some skills. He's Mm -hmm. got the tools. If he was just a little bit better outside shooter, if he had Eric Holman's shooting ability with everything else that he has, he might be a top 10 pick. But as it is, he's going to have to... The problem with it is this. There's no chance for him to go to a combine or do a workout to show how much he's improved that jump shot. So I'm just going to have to hope for the best with him. You know, that that could be something that's just killer for some guys and maybe good for others. Because, you know, you've seen, like in the NFL, for instance, you, you've seen guys go have terrible combines and their stock gets hurt. I mean, same could happen in the NBA, right? He, yeah. You could go and have a terrible showing. And I mean, I'm not saying Reggie Perry would do that. So I I guess it's hit or miss whether or not that would have helped gonna have him to go on film. Him, but you have to go, You have to go on the film. You have to watch the games. That's where a guy like Robert Woodard has helped. He had great games, and he shot the ball well. Um Talking to, to Howland today, he says that uh, you know, Woodard's going to go through the process of putting his name into the hat and getting the advice and all that stuff. It so, certainly seems like he'll be back. It feels like he'll be back. So what are you bringing back? Your starting lineup probably looks like this. Molinar, Weatherspoon, uh, Stewart, Woodard, and Adu. With Galen Smith, Tolu Smith possibly being a starter. But that's those six guys. Five, your five starters are in there. You bring back Quentin Post, who Hallen interestingly say he should have. He should have. He interestingly once again, said once again that he should have played him over Fizel uh-huh. and should have played him over Prince Aduro. Didn't I hear him correctly? He did, you, you did hear that correctly. Once again, Pip, so Ben Hallen has. You're the coach. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> we're going to do this Why one more time. You? Why didn't you? And of course, you, you mentioned it. Those guys are gone now. You've got 
Uh, Elias King and Devin Butts, they're out. Transfer portal. Prince Oduro and Keyshawn Fazell out. Transfer portal. Oduro will be on his third school in three years. And EJ Datcher, who not a lot of people know this story, was not on scholarship last season mm-hmm. uh, and took a red shirt, didn't play, in an attempt to set him up to be a grad transfer this year so he doesn't have to sit out anywhere. Uh, and that's what he's going to do. So you got five guys in the transfer portal. Reggie Perry's gone. You only have 12 guys on scholarship. So you've got your six guys that we just mentioned. You've got uh, Davon Smith and Cam Matthews signed. So that's eight. You got to get what? Three more is what Howland said. He wants to get three more guys. Who are those guys? The only one I know for sure that MSU is pursuing is Keandre Montgomery out of Forest Hill High School. He is the state's top-ranked basketball prospect, a four-star uh, swingman out of Forest Hill High School. I think he might be the only high school guy. I think you go transfer with the other two. You're going to dip into that pool. Yeah, and you may get – when is the ruling coming that you could get one transfer and be well, immediately Well, they don't know that yet. Because that's something that could play into this too, right? Yes. Because if there are guys out there that could immediately come to Mississippi State and play right away, so if that passes, yeah, your options explode all of a sudden. You know, right? You explode in a good way. They they open up a little more. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, in some ways, it really helps to have all these spots, right? Um, because. I, I don't like doing this because I, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm hating on the kids a little bit, but mm-hmm. is Keyshawn Fazell going to make or break a basketball team? Well, that's, that's the thing. No. Look at these guys. At least, at least not at Mississippi State. Look at these guys that left. You're talking about a combined 10 minutes a game? You know, State only played seven guys this past year. They played Weatherspoon, Carter, Stewart, Woodard, Perry, Adu, Molinar. That's it. That got major minutes. And Mullen didn't really get major minutes, but he got more than the other guys. He got double-digit minutes. That's not a tight rotate. That's not a large rotation, right? So, And I have to think that if, if Ben Hallen had another guy who he thought could contribute, especially a post guy like Aduro or Fazell or even Elias King, they would have played. But he didn't think they could contribute, so they didn't play. So, no, I think, I think it's, it's, it doesn't look good from a recruiting standpoint with Butts and King because those are guys freshmen and you're, you're basically just casting them off. You know, that's, that's not what you want. Especially King, who was the highest-rated signee in that class. But, no, I, 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 I... Steve Robertson always says something, and I don't always agree with him, but I, I, this, sometimes it makes... what he's, this, this statement he says makes sense, where he says, it's not the guys you sign... It's not the guys you don't sign that kill you. It's the guys you sign who can't play. State apparently signed two guys, or maybe three guys when you count Duro, that can't play. You know, and if you would go back to what we talked about last year, which was, should they hit the transfer portal for a veteran guard, a point guard? If they had focused on that instead of Oduro, no, no, Oduro was already on the team, but you see what I'm getting at. If they had gone out and focused on that rather than recruiting these other three guys, four guys, what what would have paid off more this past year? Yeah, they maybe you know that you know think about those games where Nick Weatherspoon struggled early on, could have had somebody a veteran off the bench to sort of stem that tide. So I think that sort of goes back to that. Um, but that said, transfers in basketball are not a, are not a new thing. 
600 kids are going to transfer this year. It's weird to have five on one team. Yeah. That's, that's certainly unusual. But at the end Basically of the day, basically your entire bench transfer. You make your entire bench. Yeah, you look. You look at the guy. You look at the guys off the bench from last year. Carter was a senior. Molinar is back. Post is back. Everybody else is gone. Yeah. Everybody else on the bench is gone, except for the walk-ons. So it's odd. It's a little weird, but it is what it is. So I don't think it's a huge, uh, huge problem one way or the other. Oh, I don't either. And I mean, and that gives you. I don't. I think you kind of knew what you had out of those guys, which, again, probably wasn't all that much. And now you get to take a lottery ticket, I guess, on on some more guys, and maybe one or two of them hit. Yeah, it, it, it's not a it's kind of a good thing. <laughs> I kind of view it as. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. I think it. It it allows you to. You brought back. You bring back the meat, right? The meat's still on the bone with this team. You got the guys that are, you know are going to contribute. Now you got the chance to go get the mac and cheese, right? You got the chance to get the complimentary pieces. And that's what you need to do out in this recruiting class. I think Smith is a guy who's going to come in and challenge to play right away. It's a top fifty national player. This isn't you know basketball is so weird. Like outside of like the in football, low three stars contribute all the time, right? Yeah. Not so much in basketball. For the most part, the five star kids are the are the best. The high four-star kids are pretty good, and everybody else is really just a crapshoot. This is a high four-star kid, on the verge of being a five-star kid. So he's gonna. I expect him to come in and play right away. Cam Matthews is a guy, you know, this, he sort of fits that mold we were talking about. He's a three-star, you know, mid-three-star, high-three-star kind of kid. But can he come in and give you some minutes off the bench and be a role player for you? You'd like to think that. And then you just got to see what you got to get here, you know, in, 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 the, in the recruiting process and the transfer process. It's interesting though, and, and recruiting is so different right now. You can't have can't you can't have anybody in. Everything's being done via FaceTime, and I read that they're taking like virtual uh, facilities visits. They're just basically taking the phone around, like, all right, here's the practice court, here's the weight room. It's got to be so weird. You can find out what kind of recruiters you are, I guess, in the in these kind of times, you know. So, gonna be Where, does this not just basketball, but every sport does does this benefit anyone? Is there any school better suited? I guess the I guess the schools that have those larger than life reputations don't, I, I, you I, don't I, have to. Yeah, I mean, you know what you get with Alabama, Ohio yeah. State, all like that. What I would be doing is I would not I would not be doing FaceTime anything. I would have my I would be consulting Hale State Video and be like, "Come with me. We're going to do this. We're going to take a full tour, high def video. We're going to send it to these players, and you know, and we'll we'll record a little something for each one, you know." And you you splice them together to make it make sure it looks right, and make it look great. That that's what I would do, but we'll see. It's it. Everybody, everything's different right now for everybody. At least that's the one thing that that helps is that everybody's going through these problems. It's not just you. It's not just Mississippi State. It's everybody's had these same issues. So, you reckon there's anybody out there skirting the rules right now? Could yes. The, can, can the NCAA? Yeah, especially if you got somebody when, local. When all, when all this is said and done, is the NCAA gonna? Put the hammer we on found, somebody. We found out you had somebody there during the quarantine. I mean, like right, right now, if you are, let's say there's a five star prospect here in Starkville. Well, let's I guess say, it's not. It's SEC rules, isn't it? or is it NCAA? It's SEC rules, but that's a good point. Yeah, but right now, if there was a five star prospect in, in Starkville that wanted to visit, he would be on campus. There's no question about that. He would be on campus, but they're not. They probably wouldn't take the chance of bringing somebody in from out of out of the city, especially not from out of state. Especially a kid from like Louisiana or Florida right now, just not that's a risk you can't take. So we're gonna hold off on the. Uh, we had so much news today. 
We're going to hold off on a position breakdown. We'll do that uh, maybe Thursday. We've got some. Uh, we got a one bulldog review already lined up. Ben Beckwith's going to join the show this week. We'll talk about Mississippi State, Texas A and M, twenty fourteen. I got another one in the works. I'm not going to give that away just yet. I don't even know. Uh, no, you don't. I keep you. I keep. That's how I keep you sharp. I just know when to get here. Exactly. Uh, so we'll do our positional breakdown a little later in the week. Also, tomorrow's going to be our first themed rumblings. Joel, I decided. Okay. What we got? Food. Food-related questions only. And I have a question for you guys. I need to put it in your question or put it in your tweets to us. When this is all over and everybody's back to normal, where's the first place you're going to go eat? That's what I want to know. I think that was actually one of our questions in the rumblings like two weeks ago. Well, well, good for that person. They inspired me. (laughs) I think you mentioned him earlier. I think think Steve was the one that asked if I remember right. Well, there you go. I think so. I could be wrong. There you go. Anyway... I want to know where you guys, the first place you're going to go eat when we can get back to normal uh, in this world. All right? So, food-related, if you ask a non-food-related question, I will not answer it. I will not even read it on the air. Simple as that. That's our first themed rumblings. We're going to have a rumblings cookout. I'm going to go home and get, get cookout. snake-related questions for, just for you, because I need to know more about this whole... What is so weird about that? People do it all the time. I just can't believe anybody would want to eat a snake. It's meat. People eat weirder stuff than snake. People eat dog. Not me, but people do it. Yeah. People eat bat. Look how we got say, how we I was going to say, rumor has it. Um, that's how we're in rumor our. Has that's it. how we're in our current exactly. state of circumstance. Not from snakes, though. So, all right, guys, have a great uh, Tuesday. Joel will be back. Joel and I will be back with you. Always. Don't forget to vote also in the uh, greatest bulldog bracket. Just a quick update on the on the numbers here. Let's have a look. We were wrong on some things here. Hunter Renfro is, is crushing J.J. Johnson, which is just surprising to me. Well, but I think we did say Hunter would win that. We did, but I didn't say he was going to win 3-1. to one. Uh, Booby Dixon, as you might guess, all over Dakota Hudson. Uh, Jeff Malone, all over Jackie Parker. Ken Hull is leading Charles Rhodes, 52-48 right now. Ooh. I'm surprised by that. It's, it's, it's just so weird. It's like you think there's recency bias with Hunter Renfro versus J.J. Johnson. But then there's not with Ken Hall versus Charles Rhodes. I think what that is is baseball versus I mean, baseball. Just got a, a more you know vocal fan base with this right now. No, we got an upset Brandon Walker. That's all I know about that. So, all right, take it easy. Talk to you tomorrow for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Hayden. You got you got to say the T. Coleman to get the woo. Uh, that would have been the first time in the history of Thunder and Lightning, I believe, that you just called me Joel. Might be. I don't know. I was kind of caught off guard. My bad. It happens. Doesn't have to throw the T in there. I'm, I'm cool, with Joel. That's what everybody else in America, other than on Twitter and on this show, you know, I'm not on Joel. the beat. We call you Joel T. Yeah, I guess so. Joel T and Danny P. What's Robbie's middle name? Do we know? Um, I did know, and I just give the initial if you know it. I can't remember. Isn't it Fernell? And that is middle name? No. Robert Robert Fernell Falk. No. Uh, Marcel? Okay, one of them Ledbetter names. I think it's from his, his grandfather. Um, I'm trying to make a joke here. You could, you just no-sold well, me. Well, I'm trying to actually <laughs> You just no-sold remember me the what name. you did. I do know the name, and it's aggravating me that I can't think of it. So I apologize that I didn't laugh at your crummy joke. You are unbelievable these days. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. For Joel T., Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.